Welcome, welcome, welcome to Meanwhile at Manage Comics. I'm your host, Brian Garside, and this week I want to dive deep into the business of comics. This is Meanwhile at Manage Comics, episode 25. What's wrong with comics? Now let's play that intro. Meanwhile at Manage Comics. Coming to you from a secret underground lair. These dedicated heroes discuss the business of comics, industry news, hobby store retail issues, and the latest developments from Manage Comics. They are promoters of comics, champions of small business, and four-color heroes. They are the Manage Comics team. There's a lot of talk about what's wrong with the comics industry right now, and it largely stems from an article on ICV2 by Phil Boyle of Coliseum of Comics, who's a managed comics store. He mentioned several problems with the industry, but there's been a lot of controversy surrounding the overall tone of the article and his focus on the content of the comics rather than the business problems themselves. I think there's several problems with the industry right now that we're seeing. Some of them are overall issues we're seeing in all walks of life, while others are unique to the comics industry. And I thought it might be good to bring these up, as well as some solutions, because I believe that the way forward is to provide solutions to problems. And they might not be the right solutions, but at least it's a jumping on point and somewhere where we can have conversations. Now, I want to start off by saying I am not a retailer. I put down my comics retail hat in 2011, and while I deal with hundreds of comic stores every single week, I do not have the day-to-day experience most of you do. With that said, I've been to dozens of shops this year alone, and I've witnessed the way that shops have changed in the last several years. Personally, I've been instrumental in helping shops get online and turning them into hybrid brick-and-click stores in the last decade, and specifically since 2020. Now, before we get to any of the individual issues and solutions, I want to tell an anecdotal story. I'm the owner of Managed Comics, but I'm also a client. I use Managed Comics Classic through the Canadian shop All New Comics, which I used to co-own, and through my local shop, LA Mood, which uses Managed Comics for Shopify. So I'm fairly up to date on comics. I read Bleeding Cool and The Comics Beat and ICV2 pretty much every day, but occasionally something slips by. And one example of that recently is Outsiders. I'm a huge Planetary fan, and I initially glossed over the Outsiders solicit. It didn't really grab me just from the image and the brief little blurb that I read. But last week, I saw a preview of it online, and I read the first, I don't know, six or seven pages, and I was hooked. But I was already too late for issue one. I figured my shop would get a few copies in, and maybe I could grab a copy. But unfortunately, they didn't have extras when I popped in on Wednesday. Now, there's another store in London. There are now only two stores in a city of 500,000, which has a university and a college. We used to have four stores. Uh, Three of them were really good. One of them was quite small, but still got tons and tons of stuff. We've attrited down to two stores. I don't know if the other store is going to have any in stock, and I won't be able to get there till Friday night. So I popped onto the LA Mood site on Tuesday and figured, you know what, I'll figure out issue one later, but I'm going to subscribe to issue two, only to find out that the FOC had happened on Monday. And this isn't the first time this has happened to me. It's happened several times, but it got me looking. And suddenly I found things like Spider-Boy number two, which 
the, the first issue was released last week. It was off of FOC before the first release came out. The upcoming Batman in Space, whatever that one's called. The number one issue comes out November 21st. The FOC is November 19th for issue two. That kind of stuff doesn't make sense to me. I mean, I'm as in the know as it gets. I had no idea that this was a common practice. How are we as consumers expected to get excited about stuff that's not available to us? How do we order the next issue of the current series if the first issue hasn't even come in? And I couldn't tell you whether or not I'm going to want to take a flyer on issue two and beyond. And how do you expect numbers to increase over time as a publisher if the first couple issues aren't even available? Meanwhile, those same publishers are spending valuable marketing capital, and I'm talking both earned media and paid media on release dates, by which time the product is essentially locked in and new copies can't be ordered. So why are they wasting their money there? Now, let's get to the actual problems and some of the solutions that we may have for these. And again, I am by no means an expert, and this is only intended as a jumping off point, somewhere that we can get conversations going and start talking about how to move forward. One thing that comes up time and time again is that sales are down. I mean, this is true in pretty much every industry right now. The federal banks are attempting to slow the economy and they're succeeding. We're also seeing record inflation. The cost of everything from milk to rent has increased. At the same time, interest rates have continued rising and wages continue to be flat. So more money is going to fewer places and consumers are pinched. This has all happened before. This contracting is likely to be the beginning of a recession, maybe even a depression. And the only solution to this is to weather it out and batten down the hashes. From the marketing side of things as a store, this is the time where you refine your marketing strategy and you prepare yourself for when the cycle changes and the uptick begins. But right now we are in a bit of a down economy and there's not much we can do about that. But that said, there's other issues that maybe we can do things about as an industry. One of them is new release day. This one's a small one, but I think it's an important one. There should be one single new comics release day for all of the comics industry. We decided that was Wednesday a long time ago, and it was because Tuesdays were video releases, Fridays were movie releases, Thursdays, I don't know, record releases or something. And a lot of shops are just closed on Mondays. So Wednesday should be that day, but an argument could be made that maybe it's Thursday or Friday to tie in with movie day. I don't know. Whatever it is, it should be one day and everyone should stick to it and market to it. So the solution really is to agree to an industry-wide single day of release and stick to it. Another issue is FOC dates. There are so many FOC dates. And as a retailer, it's confusing, but let's back up to the consumer, right? As a consumer, I don't know when the last call for anything is. And not knowing as a consumer, I don't know when I have to get my orders in. Retailers are currently scrambling to do orders multiple times a week, and it feels like ordering the ordering work is just never done. Coalescing around a single FOC date would give retailers more flexibility in how they do their job. And like a single new release date, it gives customers a single day to focus on for their last call orders. So our solution should be one single last call date, 
Make it Mondays for everyone. For God's sakes, give Sundays to retailers as a day off. And target publishing marketing around last call, not around release date. So this is really, really important. Publishers need to get out of the habit of trying to promote people to go into the store on new comic book day. They'll get that figured out. The comic stores will figure out how to get people into the store on new comic book day. Your job is to make sure that the books are being ordered on time. And we're going to get into some of this and why pre-orders are so important a little bit down the line. That's why marketing to those release dates is just useless. The numbers are locked in by the on-sale date and they can't be uh, adjusted much up or down because you're just not printing enough to do that. Retailers can't judge demand without having the issues in hand and going through at least one week of sales. Maybe this means that comics are going to end up coming out on five or six week schedules instead of monthly, but you really, really have to improve that. And that's why another solution is we need FOC dates that are a minimum of seven days after the previous issue was released. You need an entire week cycle to figure out how many issues are going to sell. Let's talk about solicitation information. <clears throat> we need to get the full solicitation information the Friday before the FOC date. So if the FOC date is on the Monday, you need at least three or four days of full solicitation information. There's tons of information missing by the time of the final order cutoff right now. It includes solicitations, creators, um, cover images. Far too often we have many product image not available covers showing up for our covers. Solution to this is for publishers to ensure that distributors have all of the information about the comic by the FOC date. This includes final covers with full trade dress for all of the covers of a comic, and they must be handed in and available for the distributor by noon Eastern time on the Friday preceding the FOC date. Another issue we're dealing with is increasingly downward numbers. Comics sell less and less. Some of this is due to the way that comic sales have changed. You can't go into a shop and just pick up the latest books off the shelf anymore. You need to have pre-ordered them. Most stores operate this way now, and there are fewer and fewer places where you can browse the shelves. This means that if you miss something before it comes out, you'll likely never find it. Solution for this, full returnability. I understand that there's issues with returnability, but if it is based around some known number like 70% returnability, it can make sense. So if I order 10 copies, three of them can be returned. If I have 10 pre-orders for the book with returnability, I will order up to my return number with no risk. It's a no-brainer and it can help you grow your audience. We also need to grow our audiences with first and second issues. Stores are shy to order anything that's not returnable. As I've said, we've already got FOCs that are overlapping on the second issue. You can't really judge how many of anything is going to sell. So you guys need to start overprinting stuff because there should not be fifth printings of books like World Tree. Overprint on the first and second issues as a solution. Let's get back to those thresholds that we're not immediately pushing for a second printing. Let's talk about covers for a second. Covers are not the be all and end all of sales. Multiple covers may sell more of the first issue, but you're cannibalizing other sales of other stuff. And this is not a zero sum game. 
The vast majority of comic collectors do not buy every single variant out there. And the over-reliance by some stores on whales can be disastrous to the point where it can close a store down. I personally, in my time running a store, saw a handful of whales just disappear. And when that happens, we had one guy that actually increased our, our discount rate by a full percentage point. So losing him cost us a percentage point. And that was a big loss. So like, I'm always afraid of whales because I think when you rely on one single customer to make up a large amount of your sales, it's scary. And these covers are kind of one of the problems. Two covers is cool. I think an A and a B cover makes sense for most books. Three covers is good for something special, but when you're starting to get into form beyond, you better have a really compelling reason for them. The G cover for a random issue of Superman is egregious at best and predatory at worst. I think my solution is stop it. Just stop it. Like get back to the point where multiple covers are special. All right. Another problem is with metadata. Good metadata is essential to selling comics in the modern era because we have hybrid stores that are both online and offline. Products have to be easily searchable. The data has to be true, reliable, and in all other ways correct. There is a solution for this, though. I'm working on a standard with the Comics Pro Comics Standard Group. We've done absolutely wonderful things, and it's the first time I've seen a dead solution that's been created with input from all levels of the industry, distributors, publishers, and retailers. So there is hope here, and in February, we'll be releasing the full standard. And finally, let's talk about retailer burnout. I'm not even a retailer, and I am burned out. The industry has changed so much in the last three years, and retailers everywhere that we talk to are feeling that. They've been through a lot, from pandemic to increases in rent, labor, stock, the increase in workload across multiple distributors, overall discounts being smaller, which is sometimes made up for withstripping charges and sometimes not, and a basic wholesale transformation of their business models and tech stacks. The solution for this is help. Publishers and distributors need to help retailers out by simplifying things a bit. Single release date, single FOC dates would be great. Better marketing support would be wonderful. But really, we need to help our retail partners because if we don't, they're simply not going to be there. Now, personally, I think the future of comics is, is bright. I mean, let's be honest. Comics have been dying since 1942. And if I had a dime for every time that somebody has said, oh, comics are dead, you know, I'd be a thousand air at least. So I'm not worried about the future of comics. What I am worried about is the future of some retailers. There are some retailers that are hanging on by a thread and really, really are wondering whether or not this is worth it. I think it is. I think this industry is amazing. I think that we are so collectively better than we are individually, and I want to do anything I can to help. If I can help in any way, shape, or form, please reach out to me at help at managedcomics.com is the best way to do it. But there's also all of our socials that you can get a hold of us. I think that the future is really, really bright, and I definitely want to be a part of it. So that's going to do it for this week. Um, I hope that this has been you know, helpful in some way. It felt good to get it all out. And I know that there's a ton of other solutions that we can have that can make things better. So that's going to do it for this week. As always, I'm Brian, and this has been Meanwhile at Managed Comics. Mm -hmm.